Well, hello, everybody. This is episode 14 14. of of the No Name Podcast. And we get so excited. Well, I get so excited is because we're up to episode 14. And what I do know is that you guys don't have to listen to us. So I'm just grateful. I am Reverend Sharon Gray, and this is the kid sis, Minister Tasha. And we are two of God's humble servants, grateful for the platform. Yes, we are. What we do know is that we don't have to have this platform. Uh-huh. But what, what 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 we want to do is make sure that we handle this platform correctly. We do not know all the answers. Nope. We don't know all the answers. Not at all. We're just two humble servants trying to utilize this platform so that it can bring glory to God. Get this. Yes. In one word. (laughs) One word. How would you describe your week? Anxious. Anxious. I might get in trouble for that, but yeah. Because I'm, you know, I'm just saying. The Bible says. <laughs> I already knew it. As soon as it came out of my mouth, I was like, "Why did I do that?" Be anxious for nothing, but in but everything, everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, make your requests be made known unto God, God. And, and the peace of God, uh huh, which transcends all understanding. Will do what? Will keep your heart, uh huh. And your mind. Where? On Christ. Oh. So my question is, why are you anxious? So are you anxious? Okay, let me, let me, well, this is the first word that came up. (laughs) Look, it's the first word that came out my mouth. So I have to just keep rolling with it. It's an explanation to it. It, It's definitely an explanation to it. Um, But, you know, it is what it is. What's your one word? My one word for the week is drum roll, please. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, I think we're in a playful mood right about now. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a good one. I believe it will. All of them are good. Yeah. You but know. I just hope you really enjoyed this one. The kid sis is going to give you all the information about how you can enjoy the podcast. Well, first, let me say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in. There is absolutely no way we would be on episode 14 if one guy didn't tell us to do it and two, you didn't listen. Like I honestly don't know if we would have made it to episode 14 if I would only saw like one or two downloads. Right. <laughs> but thanks be to God. You are tuning in and we are extremely appreciative. If at any time, what? I told you. I said appreciative. Okay. Sound like it was all smashed together. We are appreciative. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired, okay? I told you. Woo. I told you. We are what? Appreciative. You know the word. Right. We're thankful, all right? We're thankful that you keep listening right, and tuning in every single week. Um, if right. at any time any of these episodes have added any value to your life, uh, we just simply ask that you share, subscribe, like, leave a review, or comment. If at any given point in time you have a question for us, some feedback, or you have a topic or conversation that you would like to hear us discuss, you can email us at nonamepodcast at gmail.com. And listen, you can also subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, YouTube. Uh huh. You can subscribe on YouTube. And then you can follow us on Instagram at underscore no name podcast and that information will be in the show notes why do you look like that when i said all that i'm just grateful 
Oh, you didn't grateful. know? You didn't tell me. You knew. I didn't know about Spotify. I know. No, I didn't. Yeah, Apple, Spotify, Castbox, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, YouTube. Listen, can't look. I need y'all to, to to hit up the YouTube page at Thank No you, Name Google. Podcast and subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. You know, after you listen to this episode, go run over to YouTube and subscribe. We do uh, post the the conversation there as well. Eventually, soon and very soon. We are going to start releasing the videos of our podcast, um, but I need y'all to subscribe first. I need to see right. if you want to see us do the show. So I need you to go on there and subscribe Ooh. at No Name Podcast. Let's get in. My sister is just now. You know what? You're fired. No, I'm not. You you are in. We are in this together. I need you. We're fired. Let's get into today's show, Shay. The right reverend. Let's get into today's show. Okay. Focus. I'm focused. On subscribing. Yeah, I'm trying to subscribe. <laughs> but go ahead, let's focus. So today, 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 I invited my sister to have a conversation about the difference between praise and worship. Sometimes I feel like we get those two confused. Yeah. It's not about to be, well, it, it might end up being a super deep show. I don't know. You know, however the Lord leads, that's what we follow. Mm-hmm. Uh, but sometimes I think we get the two of those confused. So we just wanted to have a conversation about the differences between praise and worship. So praise uh-huh. is praising God for what he's done. Mm-hmm. Worship is worshiping God for who he is. However, they do intertwine. Houseway. They intertwine because, so let me go here. So you can praise anybody for doing anything. Mm-hmm. Praise your kids for doing a good job in school. You praise your spouse for, you know, doing whatever you asked your spouse to do. Um, And I'm not saying giving them that praise where, you know, you are idolizing them. I ain't talking about that. But when we praise, because when you, when even at your, you're at home, you may be praising God, Lord, thank you for doing this for me. God, thank you for doing this for me. But then while you're praising, you go straight into worship because of the effect that praise has on you at that moment, you begin to go into worship and worshiping God for who he is. You're the creator. You are the lover of my soul. Pull up because you're going to go in. Pull up just because you're going to go in. It don't take much for you. Just pull up. (laughs) (laughs) Just pull up. Cause you're gonna be going in, and 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 I don't know if we're gonna finish the episode. Okay, wait. You said, hold on, cause you got you, you had me stuck at the word intertwined. Mm-hmm. Because I somewhat disagree. Okay. It can lead into worship, right? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I can't necessarily say that they are the same. Uh, okay. we, we cannot worship and i said this i think sunday we can't no. worship a god we don't believe in no you can't but i can recognize the fact as a non-believer i can recognize and we and, and uh, we we hear some non-believers use higher power right so so i can recognize the fact that there is a higher power operating and say thank you uh-huh but you, but you, but but that ain't worship. No. Praise is thank you. Thank you for doing this. Thank you for doing that. Thank you for mm-hmm. making a way here and there and all of that. But like you said, worship is based on who God is. Exactly. So that's why I say I see there's a distinct difference between the two. I cannot worship you and I should not worship you. Not at all. Nobody. 
Exactly. Uh-huh. But I can say, yo, you're doing a good job. Thank you. Uh-huh. I can I can give you your acknowledgments. I can I can dig give you praise uh-huh. by saying thank you, by recognizing if you you help somebody or you help me. Yeah, I, I could do that. Mm-hmm. But worship is different. Oh yeah. No, you can only worship God if you know him. You just you use the word intertwined, so it threw me off. But they well, 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 they do, and 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 praise. Come on, scholar, is again thanking God. But Christians can praise and worship God. Absolutely, but they're not the same. One can lead to the other, mm-hmm. but they're not the same. Worship is defined as to honor or show reverence mm-hmm. to someone, right? Mm-hmm. I'm I'm showing to, to honor or show reverence for as a divine being, mm-hmm. right? So based on definition alone, God is the one that that we're worshiping. Right. So are you saying that you can praise God on one hand and then you can worship him on the other hand? Yeah. And so they don't have any similarity. Help me understand why you believe that they have similarity. Only because, especially when they involve God, when they involved Involve the Lord. Psalm 150, enter his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endure to all generations. So you enter his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. So be thankful unto him and bless his name. Why? Because the Lord is good. So none of that equates to praise and or worship? Question mark. I didn't say that. It equates to praise. Mm-hmm. So that scripture has nothing to do with worshiping God. Does it? Help me. Yeah. Huh? Help me. And I can't find my book, Exploring Worship, because it does explain. And I think I might have book. it. Huh? I think I might have it. You have my book? <laughs> I think I might have that book. Is that why I can't find my book? That might be why you can't find your book. But I'm a, this is what I will do. I mm-hmm. will put a link in the description in the show notes to the book. Yeah. But I think I do have that book. And so they're, I won't say that they're one and the same, but they can meld together. Now worship, um, uh, is for God alone. All right. You praise God. Again, I said you can praise your children for doing well. You can praise this one for doing that. But worship alone is for God. Worship is surrendering of oneself to the adoration of God. Praise, oh come, let us adore him. Songwriter mm-hmm. says. Mm-hmm. Now praise, you can you praise God for keeping you in your right mind. You praise God for not allowing the test from the doctor to be positive. You praise God for letting you get a promotion on your job. You mm-hmm. praise God for your family members. You praise God for the car that you drive. So you're in church and then you're praising. You're praising God. You're 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 singing, you're uh singing with the praise team and you're praising God. But then that praise can lead you into worship. I think That's we agree why. there. Yeah, I no, think I that. Think, huh? I think we de- we definitely agree there. 
Praise yeah. can lead to worship. Yeah. I like the way this puts it. It says, praise is about God. Worship is to God. Mm -hmm. Praise is opening up. Worship is entering in. Praise is boldly declaring. Worship is humbly bowing in the presence of a holy God. Praise applauds what God has done. Worship is honoring God for who he is. So praise is the joyful accounting of all God has done for us. It is closely intertwined with thanksgiving as we offer back to God appreciation for his mighty works on our behalf. Praise does not require anything of us. It is merely the truthful acknowledgement of the righteous acts of another. Since God has done many wonderful deeds, he is worthy of our praise. And that comes from Psalms 18 and 3. I think another key point in, is in this is the mm -hmm. conversation about worship being a lifestyle. Oh, yes, totally. Because I think sometimes a, a popular opinion mm -hmm. could be that worship is, is that bowing, right? Is that I'm entering into God's presence, but sometimes I think we ignore the fact or we try or or we unconsciously belittle the importance of worship as a lifestyle. So true worshipers know that worship is a lifestyle. And the reason why I say that it's a lifestyle is because it's not just something that we do on Sunday mornings when we get to church. Worship should happen on a daily basis. Worship can happen throughout the day. Worship can happen driving your car down the freeway. Because there are many a times that, that my vehicle became my worship place. Worship can happen anywhere. And it should happen often because of the love we have for God. Worship is an attitude of the heart. You understand what I'm saying? Wait, say that again. Worship is an attitude of the heart. Explain. You can't have a, you can't have a filthy, a filthy, you can't have a filthy heart and worship God. It, does, it just doesn't, it doesn't go together. But can you, can, okay, wait. So I can you have a filthy heart and praise God? Yeah. Well, no. So, no, 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 so no. For me, that's mm -hmm. the distinct difference between the two. Mm -hmm. Because I can say thank you all day long. Mm -hmm. But my attitude still be jacked up. Yeah. And I still do any and everything and do whatever it is that I want to do. So for me, I think that's the key distinction between the two. Mm-hmm. Right. So when we look at the Old Testament and the priests, they could not enter into the Holy of Holies messed up. They, yep. had, they had to repent themselves uh -huh. before entering in to the presence of God. True. The same concept or the same idea with us in worship. Mm -hmm. We have to we we must have a repentant heart before even entering into worship. And for me, again, that's the distinct difference between the two. Okay, so let's look at Psalms 51. Let's look at Psalms 51, verse 13. Uh-huh. It says, wait, I'm sorry. I lost my I have it. Then I will teach transgressors your ways and sinners return to you. That's, that's what it says in my Bible. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> Psalms 51 and 15. Oh Lord, open my lips and my mouth will declare your praise. Uh-huh. What'd that say? Oh Lord, open my lips and my mouth will declare your praise. Right. That's not worship. No, it's praise. 
And so that's what I'm saying. I, I'm not saying that they're totally one in the same. I'm not saying that they're totally one in the same, but they have some similarities. They're a little bit intertwined. One praise leads to worship. We can agree. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we can agree with that. We, agree. we, we agree, agree with that. that. For you will not, for you will not delight in sacrifice, or I would give it. You will not be pleased with burnt offering. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart, oh God, you will not despise. So look, at one point in the Old Testament, God is telling the children of Israel that he's no longer going to accept their burnt offerings and their sacrifices because they were still doing the same old up. Yes. Time and time, and time again. Again, right? He needed yep. them to see that that their heart needed to be fixed. Right. That their heart had to be right in order for him to even accept their sacrifice. Exactly. And that that leads back to your statement that worship is 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 about the heart. It's, yes. it's about the, the posture of our heart. Yeah. We can, we can, we can, we, some of us have grown up in church. Mm-hmm. We know when to stand up. We know when to sit down. We right. know when to say, amen. We, we right. know church protocol, like the back of our hands. We know when to wave our hands. We know when to clap. We know when to do the two-step. You know, we, yeah. we know all of that because yeah. we've been doing it our whole lives. Right. But if our heart isn't in it, means nothing. It means absolutely nothing. It's empty. Means nothing. It's it's, it it's empty. So, and mm-hmm. I think it's important that even before we even go in the service, start getting your heart right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Get your heart. Right. Can 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 I can I can I can I uh piggyback there? I'm just saying, okay, I'm about to go off on a tangent. So just pull me back in about 45 seconds. Sometimes we go into church and be like, oh, I didn't get nothing out of the sermon. I didn't get nothing out of the service because you come in with a good heart. You did not come in with a good heart. You didn't come in the right way. You didn't come in the right way. And because you didn't come in the right way. Then everybody's supposed to be before you. Come on, lift your hands, lift your hands, lift your hands. Come on, bless his name. Come on, bless him. Come on, come on, Zion. Come on, bless him with the fruit of your lips. Why? Why? I. Why? I'm just asking why. You you get in what you you get in you get out of service what you put in. Right. If you come in empty, now I, I understand. Coming, seeking a word. Like, I get that. Uh No one is taking away that there are times where you are absolutely coming in empty. Empty, Because you need God to fill you up, right? And you come and you get that feeling and and you're good. But there are times where that feeling. Feeling. Okay. Because I need you to preface that. I mean, you know what I meant. But everybody else don't. Okay, I got and you. And then they'll come back. Oh, did you hear that podcast? They talking about the, the um the the Holy Spirit is a feeling. No. But we come to get filled. So I understand uh-huh. being in a space uh-huh. where you are coming to church seeking God. You're you're coming right. to the central place, central place of communal worship. Right. Because you are in need of something from God. Exactly. I understand that. I'm talking about those situations where we, we coming in complaining, we leaving complaining and we saying, Oh, we didn't get nothing from the service and X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. This was to this, this was to that. What did you come with? Exactly. And if, and if I can be transparent, I've been on both ends of the spectrum because I felt so far away from God. I left and I didn't get filled because of where I was spiritually. 
So I had to repent and tell God, please don't you ever take your Holy Spirit away from me. And then I've can't I've 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 been in a point I've I've uh, been in a situation where I was so broken that I need to be I needed to be filled, and I came seeking that, and it happened. And there are times when you know I have my quiet time in the morning on a Sunday morning, and or um you know have my you know, prayer, praise and worship before I get to choir rehearsal or to um, praise team rehearsal and it's over because I came with that. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't just, oh, I didn't get nothing today. Why? Where are you? Where are you spiritually? Not judging. Right. What, what, what you been doing? not judging <laughs> who you've been spending time with who you what you have what have you been spending your time doing that you have not been in the presence of the lord not judging though all right and i and i feel like and i've even been in the situation to where worship will worship will give you exactly what you need Meaning, meaning, even if you if you come to God broken, if you come to God with your hurt, your pain, your struggles, your honest conversation, and and you give that to Him, but then you begin to worship Him mm-hmm. because you know He's taking care of it. You know He has the power. You know who God is. Mm-hmm. And I've been in situations where even though I've 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 showed up broken. Uh-huh. I left healed because of worship. Right. Right. So even though I may have showed up with not much to give because you pressed through and because I pressed through in that moment of worship. Right. You went from, you you, you took, if you use the, the analogy of your car, your, your gas tank being on E, mm-hmm. because you, you've come on E, but uh-huh. you but you knew that you needed to be there because there's something about being in the presence of God with like-minded believers Ooh. in corporate worship. Uh-huh. Something about that. It's different. Yes, you can worship at home. Yes, you can worship in your car. But it's different mm-hmm. when you are in a community of believers mm-hmm. worshiping. You take your gas tank from E to F real quick. <laughs> right. Right. And then you don't need. And, and so I'm going to go back to. I'm going to go back to, you don't need to. So it's, it's, it's twofold. Yes. Being in a body where you can just worship with your, with, with, with the body of believers. But then when you are at home or wherever you are and you can worship God again, just like you said, you can go from zero to field, you know? So wherever worship takes place, It's a blessing. But then I hear what you're saying about being with the body of believers. That worship. Is that wor- yes, Lord. No, it's different. Uh-huh. It, go from, it goes zero to 100 real quick. Yeah. Especially when you with y'all preachers. Y'all preachers, you know, sometimes y'all don't know how to act up. Y'all don't know how to act right all the way. <laughs> so when when you see the whole row of preachers gone, good luck. Oh. <laughs> I, I can't even remember the sermon, but good luck. Pastor preached that sermon. That song at the end took everybody out. We worshiped in that multi-purpose room. Oh, what was that? The saying. We worshiped in that multi-purpose room close to an hour. Done. Worship. And even after church, like we would look at each other and just say that it was like one or two words. And we would just walk away. Just tears. Just tears. Yeah. Just tears. Worship. Yeah, so, so so worship does something. Right. It it, it definitely it, it shifts things. Right. So and he and here's a note to anybody going through something. Uh I, I dare you to worship. I dare you to worship. <laughs> uh, your situation might not change, 
but I I definitely will say that your perspective will change after after a moment with God. John 4:24 says for God is a spirit. So those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. So you can't just go to God any kind of way. Mm-mm. You can't just go to God with unforgiveness in your heart. I mean, when you go with unforgiveness in your heart, you got to repent and ask God to forgive you. But you cannot just go to go to God and prepare to worship and you have some things that you need to fix. It don't even feel right. Uh, and he knows you better than you know yourself. So he knows when you come to him and your heart ain't right. Look, I know me. The first thing I say, God, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, hello. Listen, I, I know myself. And before I say anything, Lord, I'm 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 sorry. My bad. I messed, right. I messed up. I'm messing right. up. Forgive me. Yep. And, and then you go from there. Um, because yeah, yeah, you gotta you gotta be right. You gotta be right going in. Gotta be right. Psalms 24, 3 through 4 says, Who shall ascend unto the hill of the Lord? Or who shall stand in his holy place? He that hath clean hands and a pure heart, who have not lifted up his soul unto vanity or sworn deceitfully. So before you get there, you got to be clean. Because you cannot be in his presence and be all jacked up. Just like Isaiah. Isaiah saw the glory of the Lord. Woe is me. He, is that what he said? <laughs> Woe is me. Woe is me. The angel took the coal. Put it on his lips. Isaiah 6, right? Yes. I am a wretch undone. Is that what he said? Yeah. Then. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Woe is me. I am lost. Isaiah, Isaiah chapter 6, verse 5. Mm-hmm. Woe is me. I am lost for I am a man of unclean lips and I live among a people of mm. unclean lips. Yet my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. Mm. And then he said, mm. go ahead, go that's ahead. A, that's a whole nother conversation. A whole nother. A whole, di- a whole different conversation. Yeah, that's a whole different because I see some totally I yeah. I'll come back to that text. Mm-hmm. Now your guilt is removed and your sins are forgiven. Then God says, Then whom shall I send? And who yes. is? Whom shall I send as a messenger to his people? Who will go for us? I said, Here I am send me yeah so isaiah had to be clean in the presence of god when he saw himself he said well one to me worship will allow you in the presence of god but worship will also allow you to see yourself you cannot go to worship any kind of way you just can't. You just can't. What else will, will worship do for you? I'm going to let you go ahead and go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to let you go and get it up. No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> worship will empower you. Worship will allow you into God's presence and we hear it all the time in God's presence is love and God's presence is peace and God's presence is fullness of joy in God's presence when you get in his presence Jesus is there the Lord is there 
in his presence is just you and him and him and you. Worship allows you to extol God. Scripture says, um, worship him in the beauty of his holiness. Worship allows you to experience God on a whole different level. Worship, and I'm not talking about praise, I'm not talking about dancing, because now I love to dance. Oh, I love to dance. But worship is most important because it allows me that one-on-one -on -one time with God. Worship will push you, push your focus past your immediate situation. Yep. And help you to see the one who has the power to even fix the situation. Exactly. Worship and, will go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Worship will push you beyond what your physical eyes see mm -hmm. and help you focus on the guy who created the universe. Right. Like he has all power. God has all power. All. All of it. Like uh -huh. not a little bit. All. Not just not some. Mm -mm. I mean, and and his his power isn't circumstantial. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it isn't dependent on anything. Right. He simply mm -hmm. has all power. And when we worship him, we are again taking our focus off of the circumstance, off of the pain, off of the hurt, off of the trial, off of the temptation, off of the challenge. We are taking our focus off of all of that mm -hmm. and redirecting it and placing our focus in God. And just to go a little further, I agree with everything you said, but to go just a little further, sometimes, we go into, when we go into worship, purely just to worship God because of him having all power, because of, because he is God, it's a whole different experience. It's a whole different experience. It will elevate your worship. And it'll make you want to go back there. Huh? It'll make you, well, you know, after you ha you've had your time in worship, you've had your time in worship, you know, you dried all your tears and got up off the floor. <laughs> when it comes time to worship again, you can't wait to get there. When you, when you read a scripture and prime example when <laughs> Moses asked to see God's glory and God told him you can't see this you can't see me I'll put you in the cleft of this rock and I'll let you see my hinder parts took me in not because of anything was wrong not because anything was wrong because God was so holy God is so holy. Moses asked and God allowed him to see the back of him because he was holy. And so each experience of worship adds to the next. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Each experience of worship makes you anticipate the next time of work of your worship experience with God doesn't always have to happen on a Sunday morning it can happen in 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 the morning when you're doing your quiet time it can happen when you're driving a, a, a down the street in your car and you hear a worship song or you're here you're listening to your Bible something happens and you're into worship. The tears are rolling down your face. You lifting up your hands and just telling God how great he is. 
you're lifting, you're blessing him with the fruit of your lips and, and you're telling him how, how great he is. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. You're telling God that even in spite of what I'm going through, God, I still love you and I worship you in the beauty of your holiness. Okay, go ahead. No, you're good. Oh, no. <laughs> no. No. Woo, no, 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 no. Ah, yeah. Woo. Glory. Ah, Jesus. Woo. It was just a matter of time. Uh-uh. Hey, God. Yeah. So worship. Mm -hmm, I'm good. And and can I tell you that worship is not speaking in tongues? <laughs> worship is not dancing. It's not that. Worship is that one-on-one -on -one time with the Lord when you're just worshiping him for his greatness, Jesus. When you're worshiping him for his kindness. When you're worshiping the God of creation. That's what worship is. Woo! And it's okay. and it's and it's our behavior, how we carry ourselves exactly every single day um, is a testament to our reverence of God, yep. right? Because at the end of the day, worship is about God's reverence. Uh -huh. Again, it's not it's not only and solely. And always about what God has done. That's praise. Mm -hmm. um, worship is about who God is. The reverence, the fear, the awe, and the respect and honor of exactly um, who God is and what right. we know um, God to be. And so that can also be demonstrated in how we carry ourselves every single right. day. Right. Demonstrated by how we treat other people. Right. right. How, do you, how do you treat that person that you know don't like you? How do you treat right. that person that you know is coming after your job? Your right. response in every single in every single situation is also a part of worship. Right. How do you react to the person that cuts you off on the freeway? Right. How do you react to the people inside the store that's bumping into you and not saying, excuse me? Right. Worship is a lifestyle. It's something that just not solely done on Sunday mornings in church or in your quiet time. It's how you carry yourself yeah. every single day. What good is it uh, to, to have a wonderful time in worship on, on a Sunday morning in your quiet time, but then go out and act like a heathen consistently? Right. And, and Sunday morning worship is, you know, time spent in church. But worship is a lifestyle and it's something we do to let God know that we are appreciative and that we are grateful for the things, for grateful for who he is in our lives. To worship God is to express honor to God through extravagant respect, reverence, and devotion. He lavishes his love on us. And so it's imperative for us to lavish our love back on him. Because when you think about it, think about everything that he's done for us. Look, I, I did one, one exercise with this, my Sunday school class. I had them go outside and, and, and look at the sky. I had them go outside and, and we talked about the birds in the air. We talked about how beautiful the backdrop was. We, we talked about all of that. And, and, and Psalms 8 says, Oh Lord, our Lord, how excellent is your name in all the earth. His name is excellent. You know, when you start thinking about the different names of Jesus, of God, it helps you to worship who he is. Go ahead. So I challenge you, I challenge myself 
um, to consistently have that lifestyle of worship, mm -hmm. <clears throat> have, have, have that moment every single day and you're a long time with God, but don't let it stop there. Continue right. um, to show God how much you love him, respect him and adore him with how you interact throughout the rest of the day and every single day. Uh, well, we're getting ready to turn the corner on this episode. And I'm I pray and we, huh? I'm sorry, before we close and turn the corner, can I read Psalms 8 and then you can close us out? Uh -huh. Psalms 8 says, O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth, who has set, the, who has set thy glory above the heavens. Out of the mouth of babes and sucklings hast thou ordained strength because of thine enemies, that thou mightest steal the enemy and the avenger. When I consider thy heavens, when I consider thy heavens, the work of thy fingers, the moon and the stars, which thou hast ordained, what is man that thou art mindful him, of him and the son of man that thou visited him? For thou hast made him a little lower than the angels and hast crowned him with glory and honor. Thou madest him to have dominion over the works of thy hands. Thou hast put all things under his feet, all sheep and oxen, yea, and the beast of the field, the fowl of the air and the fish of the seas, and whatsoever passes through the paths of the sea. O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth. That's worship. Go ahead. You expect me to say something after that? <laughs> like for real? That's what you do? The preacher in me will do go ahead. it. No. No, go ahead. You gotta go. I know, but go ahead. Just <laughs> just touch it. a little bit. No, nope. you gotta touch it a little bit. No, go. No, give give us three seconds. Give us I three can't seconds. Give you three seconds. Okay. Can't give you three seconds. We gotta go. <laughs> but you can't do that to a preacher, okay? Can't do it. Listen, I hope and pray that something was said tonight or today. Whenever you're listening to this episode, I hope and pray uh, that something was said that will push you to go a little further in your yeah. worship. Yeah. Um, I can share a bit of of my uh dealings <laughs> with worship. Um my sister knows that I have struggled with the outward expression of worship, um, but I also realized that I have to get to a point where it doesn't matter who's looking. It doesn't matter what anybody has to say. Uh, you gotta, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta worship God for yourself. Right. Um, you have to realize who God is to you and what God has done for you and ignore everyone else. Um, and so I would challenge you as I'm challenging myself to push yourself, worship God, wherever you are, whatever the circumstance, whatever the situation, worship God, because his name is excellent. His yeah. name is Prince of Peace. His yes. name is Mighty Counselor. Yes. Stop there. Uh, but you know who God has been for you. You know how you have experienced God and how he has showed up in your life in a number of ways. Right. Just on that alone, that ought to push you to worship. Some of you could very well be dead right now. I'm trying to let it go. Some of you could very well be dead right now. Ooh, some of us. Of who God is uh -huh. are able to still inhale and exhale. Mm -hmm. Some of you should be in somebody's prison. Some of you should be in somebody's mental institution. Mm -hmm. But because of who God is and how mm -hmm. God has kept you, you you have a reason. <laughs> you have several reasons mm -hmm. to give God praise and to worship him. Mm -hmm. So again, I challenge you to dig deep. Push past the circumstance. Go ahead. He covets our praise. He wraps himself in our praise. He wants it. He deserves it. Nobody deserves praise and our worship but God the king of kings the lord of lords the one who sacrificed his only son 
Yeah. The king of glory. Who is the king of glory? The Lord. Ha. Strong and mighty. Ay, ay, ay. Yeah. Look here. We got I, to told you. I told you. Yeah. I told you. Yeah. I told you. Yeah. Yeah. You can't do this with two preachers. Lift up your heads, O ye gates. And be lifted up. Ye everlasting doors. And the king of glory shall. Shall. He shall come in. Yeah. Not not may. Hmm. I think it's important. Okay. I think it's important for us uh -huh. to pay attention to the verbs and uh -huh. the tenses. Yes, the text, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, it the Bible declares that he shall, not that he might. It it doesn't say that he might show up, right? It, it says he will. Even if you look at the text, he he mm -hmm. promised to never leave us nor he forsake us. Promised. It it does not say if mm -hmm. we we consistently go to church. It doesn't uh -huh. say even though it's good. Right. It's it's absolutely wonderful yep. to, to have the consistent discipline of corporate worship. It's wonderful right. to have the consistent discipline of meditation, of prayer and of fasting. It's wonderful. But for the believer, the promise is the promise. Right. He will never, ever, ever, mm -hmm. nor forsake. In other words, God will never leave your side. Never. So why not worship the God who promised? Ah, girl, you just took it out of my mouth. He promised. So why not worship the one who promised that he will never leave us? Because he who promised is faithful. Do you hear me? I'm, all we're doing is just putting text together. The Bible does not have to be this separate book. It it all works together. Mm -hmm. That's it. Yep. It, it. Yeah. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our maker. Think, okay. I don't know if I used this illustration before, but think about ourselves, our bodies. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Think about how our bodies operate. Mm -hmm. There's some intention behind that. Yeah. Right? Like mm -hmm. he he fashioned us and he knit us together. Right. Intentionally. Why yeah. not worship him? Why not? Only on, on him, on the strength of him being God alone. Not because you want anything from him. But because who he is to you. And how do we know who he is to us but by reading the word of God? Listen, I've experienced God for myself. Hello. <laughs> Listen. I don't need nobody to tell me. Listen. I because I know who he is. Woo, glory. Oh, yeah, about you. <laughs> Oh man, listen. Yeah. It is different when you've experienced some things and you've experienced God. Yeah. You get to you get to know what it means for God to be your provider. Right. It's one yeah. thing to hear it, but when you've experienced it, your worship goes, it goes a little bit different. Ooh, yeah. Because you know what it feels like to not have. Yes. And not know where where the next meal is coming from, or not know how this bill is going to be paid, or not even knowing how you're going to make it through the next day because you lost a loved one, but God was there. God was there, and so out of your thankfulness, you begin to worship Jehovah Jireh, our provider. Out of our thankfulness because he made a way or because he healed our body we worship Jehovah Rapha the God that heals us so because 
We know who he is to us. We worship him. We worship him because of who he is. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> I gotta go. All right. <laughs> I gotta go. Ooh. You gonna end this show by yourself because I gotta go. <laughs> you caught up, preacher? You caught I gotta up? go. I gotta preacher, go. you caught up? You don't understand. I know. Just I tell me what I don't understand and then we can go. <laughs> Ah, uh, you don't, you don't, nah. Come on, let's go. Cause I'm about, oh yeah, I gotta go. <laughs> so this is this is what my sister does. This I, is gotta go. does. I gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta go. This is what she does when she gets caught up. She wanted to just shut it all down, but she's caught up right now. I gotta go. She's caught up. Let's pray, God. How we thank you and we praise you for this conversation on praise and worship. God, we thank you and we praise you that we can worship you any and everywhere, but we know that our hearts have to be right before we come to you. Lord, we learn about worship in your word. We learn about worship and how we should come before you and worship God. There have many been many books written on worship and, and praise God, but, but, but we really learn about worship in your word. And so, God, I pray, I pray, I pray, God, that you will accept our praise and our worship. I pray, God, that those that are struggling with, with showing that, that they worship you, God, Lord God, that you grab a hold to them. And oh, God, and let them know and realize that David danced out of his clothes, God, and that they can become more undignified than that. Because why? You are worthy. I pray, God, that that person that is, is trying to figure out what praise and worship is, God, that you will lead them to the right uh, scripture that will help them lead them, God, to the right person that will help mentor them and, and let them know and, and how they should honor you not only with their lips, God, but with their lifestyle. Lord, I thank you for my sister. I pray, God, that you will continue to cover her and use her and anoint her. I thank you, dear God, in Jesus' name, that you have opened up scripture to her, Father God, and she has allowed that the, the word of God to take root into her heart, God. Lord, I pray that you will bless her going out and bless her coming in in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray for our listening audience, oh God, that they are blessed. I pray, God, that, that they won't mind lifting up their hands and worship God and, and don't mind, God, asking you to forgive them, Father God, so that they can enter into worship. Because God is a spirit and those that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Thank you, oh God, for this episode of this podcast. Help us, oh God, to worship you. Not only worship you because you are God, but that we live right and live holy because you have set us apart. Please forgive us of our sins. Wash us, make us clean, pure and holy unto you. Oh, God, we give you glory and honor. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I got to do this real quick. <clears throat> it might be somebody listening right now who you're, you're stuck um, in the same situation. You've been praying about the same thing. You've been pleading with God and begging God and asking God uh, to release something or, or to fix something. But the truth of the matter is, it's not released or it's not fixed because you've bottled up your worship. Ooh. I just dare you. <laughs> I, I just dare wow. you. I just, come on. I just dare you uh, to, to, to take the cap off and to freely and openly worship God and, and, and watch what God does as a result of your obedience. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just daring you to, oh. to take the lid off yeah. uh, and worship God and, and watch and watch what, what he does, work. Um, but the situation isn't changing because your your worship hasn't changed. 
Yep. And this situation will not change until your worship changes. I got to go.